Hey, everyone, and happy Friday to all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Let's Chat Markets, your favorite weekly dairy market podcast powered by High Ground Dairy. Today's Friday, January 19th, and as always, you're hearing from Alyssa Badger, Vice President of High Ground Dairy, and Kara Murphy, our Senior Manager of Market Intelligence. The High Ground Global Dairy Commodity Price Forecast was published during this shortened holiday week, and our monthly webinar was held on Wednesday. Customers can check out the forecast as well as view a recording of the webinar on our website to get the scoop on what's impacting dairy today. Also, we're excited to see so many of you at the IDFA Dairy Forum this next week in Phoenix. With that, let's get started with the CME Spot Recap of the Week. All right. So the cheese market was on the downhill run this week with blocks falling by seven cents to close at 144 half with a total of 21 trades. Barrels caught a slight lift on Tuesday, but fell the rest of the week until Friday, where it jumped to 146 and three quarters with 16 trades. The block versus barrel spread now at two and a quarter cent inversion. Dry whey has come off the 43 cent per pound mark we saw last week, but is quickly climbing back now at 42 and three quarter cents per pound with 11 trades. And in the class four world, butter is still hovering in the mid 250s with a total of 33 trades this week, 17 of those occurring on Thursday and 15 today. Lastly, nonfat dry milk is down to 117 and a half per pound with a total of 15 trades. Thanks, Kara. We also got finalized supply and utilization figures from the USDA during November. Any noteworthy news from that? Yeah, so total cheese usage marked a new record high with data back to 2011. Although domestic consumption of both American and other cheese held above prior year, the standout was other cheese exports, up 17% year-over-year, the largest monthly volume since April 2021. On the flip side, butter consumption was the lowest November since 2014, on lower domestic demand and lackluster exports, which have trailed 2022 for most of the year. Nonfat dry milk disappearance continues to struggle on limited domestic and international demand, but dryway usage was up slightly from strong internal consumption, while exports are still quite sluggish. And with the turn of the calendar, we're finally getting some data into the new year here. Anything interesting for the start of 2024 to talk about? Oh, we got to talk about slaughter. Ah. Dairy cow slaughter for the first week of the year was published, and boy, it was something. Total U.S. dairy cow slaughter marked just 48,500 head, down 15,000 head, or 23% from the same time in 2023, the largest year-over-year loss since November 2021. Now, sometimes year-over-year data can be skewed due to a holiday falling on different days of the week. However, this was not the case. On Monday last year, nearly 3,000 head were slaughtered, while this year there was zero. The rest of the week also saw lower volumes than a year ago, too. From a regional standpoint, big losses were seen across all major dairy-producing regions, with Region 9, the West, including California, and Region 6, the South Central, including Texas and New Mexico, marked the largest year-over-year decline since May 2021. Wow, it's impressive to see those slaughter volumes turn around from the elevated levels we saw last summer. We get the biannual cattle inventory report next week, which will give us more insight into the replacement heifer situation, which is likely to be rather tight. It's very easy to cull cattle, but takes about three years or more to breed a cow and raise that calf to maturity. So even with reduced slaughter rates, it will take some time to build the herd up again. 
What's cooking on the international side, Alyssa? This week was pretty busy with a GDT auction and EU exports on Tuesday. Yeah, it was certainly a busy Tuesday as we finalized our forecast report and dug in deep to that global dairy trade auction, which was green across the board on the key commodities that feed into that New Zealand milk price. Fat markets were bullish, but the rest of the complex was unable to achieve the even loftier expectations that were set by the Singapore exchange traders ahead of the event. North Asia's market share, typically made up of China, or lack thereof, continues to be a key story this season as it sank to the lowest level that we've seen at this time of year since 2016, so eight years. There are promising signals, though, that Chinese demand could rebound into the second half of the year. However, the tariff-free window offered by New Zealand into 2024 has not stimulated demand on GDT like some had thought. Instead, it has removed the usual seasonal urgency among Chinese buyers who are now more likely to adopt a cautious wait-and-see approach throughout the calendar year. Kiwi dairy farmers have the Middle East to thank, though, in recent weeks and months as the region has really stepped in to replace lost volumes to China. And since you brought it up, we can move on to discussing the November European trade data that was also out this week. Total cheese exports out of Europe grew again with steady volume selling to the U.S., along with gains to Japan, China, and Saudi Arabia. Butter exports remain strong, marking the largest export volume in November since 2019. However, skim milk powder exports retracted yet again in the month, following a slump in the October data as well, which is kind of unsurprising considering that skim milk powder production in key countries throughout the union have lagged the prior year throughout much of 2023. Exports to Algeria were the key contraction, though, on skim milk powder. And from a milk production standpoint, while data is still getting filled in, the early figures from some key countries are pretty ugly in November. Ireland dropped nearly 20% from prior year. Dutch milk collection losses are still around 4%, and France fell nearly 5% in the month from prior year. Now, when we look at the weekly figures that we get consistently from France, Germany, and the UK, we are seeing some better numbers, so the slowdown on losses will certainly help to alleviate supply concerns, but the long-term picture in Europe isn't really bright for 2024. That about does it for data releases this week. While we are in Phoenix next week, some important information is expected to come out, such as China's import data during December, the U.S. December milk production number, as well as the cold storage numbers here. So there'll be a lot to discuss uh, as the industry gathers in Phoenix for the IDFA Dairy Forum. As always, thanks for being here with us and tuning in to Let's Chat Markets. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.